Jeremiah chapter 37, Introduction to Incidents During the Reign of Zedekiah. Zedekiah, son of Josiah, succeeded Jeconah, son of Jehoiakim, as king. He was elevated to the throne of the land of Judah by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. Neither he nor the officials who served him nor the people of Judah paid any attention to what the Lord said through the prophet Jeremiah. The Lord responds to Zedekiah's hope for help. King Zedekiah sent Jehuchal, son of Shelemiah, and the priest Zephaniah, the son of Messiah, to the prophet Jeremiah to say, Please pray to the Lord our God on our behalf. Now Jeremiah had not yet been put in prison, so he was still free to come and go among the people as he pleased. At that time the Babylonian forces had temporarily given up their siege against Jerusalem. They had had it under siege but withdrew when they heard that the army of the Pharaoh had set out from Egypt. The Lord's message came to the prophet Jeremiah. This is what the Lord God of Israel has said. This is what you must say to the king of Judah who sent you to seek my help. Beware Pharaoh's army that was on its way to help you is about to go back to home to Egypt. Then the Babylonian forces will return. They will attack the city and will capture it and burn it down. Moreover, I, the Lord, warn you not to deceive yourselves into thinking that the Babylonian forces will go away and leave you alone, for they will not go away. For even if you were to defeat all the Babylonian forces fighting against you so badly that only wounded men were left lying in their tents, they would get up and burn this city down. Jeremiah is charged with deserting, arrested and imprisoned. The following events also occurred while the Babylonian forces had temporarily withdrawn from Jerusalem because the army of Pharaoh was coming. Jeremiah started to leave Jerusalem to go into the territory of Benjamin. He wanted to make sure he got his share of the property that was being divided up among his family there. But he only got as far as the Benjamin Gate. There an officer in charge of the guards named Irijah, who was the son of Shelemiah and the grandson of Hananiah, stopped him. He seized Jeremiah and said, You are deserting to the Babylonians. Jeremiah answered, That's a lie. I'm not deserting to the Babylonians. But Irijah would not listen to him. Irijah put Jeremiah under arrest and took him to the officials. The officials were very angry with Jeremiah. They had him flogged and put in prison in the house of Jonathan, the royal secretary, which had been converted into a place for confining prisoners. So Jeremiah was put in prison in a cell in the dungeon in Jonathan's house. He was kept there for a long time. Then King Zedekiah had him brought to the palace. There he questioned him privately and asked him, Is there any message from the Lord? Jeremiah answered, Yes, there is. Then he announced, You will be handed over to the king of Babylon. Then Jeremiah asked King Zedekiah, What crime have I committed against you, or the officials who serve you, or the people of Judah? What have I done to make you people throw me into prison? Where now are the prophets who prophesied to you that the king of Babylon would not attack you or this land? But now please listen, your royal majesty, and grant my plea for mercy. Do not send me back to the house of Jonathan, the royal secretary. If you do, I will die there. Then King Zedekiah ordered that Jeremiah be committed to the courtyard of the guardhouse. He also ordered that a loaf of bread be given to him every day from the breaker's street, 
until all the bread in the city was gone. So Jeremiah was kept in the courtyard of the guardhouse. Jeremiah chapter 21. The Lord will hand Jerusalem over to the enemies. The Lord spoke to Jeremiah when King Zedekiah sent to him Pashur, son of Malkijah, and the priest Zephaniah, son of Messiah. Zedekiah sent them to Jeremiah to ask, Please ask the Lord to come and help us, because King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon is attacking us. Maybe the Lord will perform one of his miracles, as in times past, and make him stop attacking us and leave. Jeremiah answered him, Tell Zedekiah that the Lord, the God of Israel, says, The forces at your disposal are now outside the walls fighting against King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon and the Babylonians who have you under siege. I will gather those forces back inside the city. In anger, in fury and in wrath, I myself will fight against you with my mighty power and great strength. I will kill everything living in Jerusalem, people and animals alike. They will die from terrible diseases. Then I, the Lord, promise that I will hand over King Zedekiah of Judah, his officials, and any of the people who survived the war, starvation and disease. I will hand them over to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon and to their enemies who want to kill them. He will slaughter them with the sword. He will not show them any mercy, compassion or pity. But tell the people of Jerusalem that Lord says, I will give you a choice between two courses of action. One will result in life, the other will result in death. Those who stay in this city will die in battle, or of starvation or disease. Those who leave the city and surrender to the Babylonians, who are besieging it, will live. They will escape with their lives. For I, the Lord, say that I am determined not to deliver this city, but bring disaster on it. It will be handed over to the king of Babylon, and he will destroy it with fire. Warnings to the royal court. The Lord told me to say to the royal court of Judah, Listen to the Lord's message, O royal family descended from David. The Lord says, See to it that people each day are judged fairly. Deliver those who have been robbed from those who oppress them. Otherwise my wrath will blaze out against you. It will burn like a fire that cannot be put out. Because of the evil that you have done, listen, you who sit enthroned above the valley on the rocky plateau. I am opposed to you, says the Lord, you boast. No one can swoop down on us. No one can penetrate into our places of refuge. But I will punish you as your deeds deserve, says the Lord. I will set fire to your palace. It will burn up everything around it. Jeremiah chapter 34. The Lord makes an ominous promise to Zedekiah. The Lord's message came to Jeremiah while King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon was attacking Jerusalem and the towns around it with a large army. The army consisted of troops from his own army and from the kingdoms of peoples of the lands under his dominion. This is what the Lord God of Israel told Jeremiah. Go speak to King Zedekiah of Judah. Tell him this is what the Lord has said. Take note. I am going to hang this city over to the king of Babylon and he will burn it down. You yourself will not escape his clutches, but will certainly be captured and handed over to him. You must confront the king of Babylon face to face and answer to him personally. Then you must go to Babylon. However, listen to the Lord's message, King Zedekiah of Judah. This is what the Lord has said. You will not die in battle or be executed. You will die a peaceful death. They will burn incense at your burial, just as they did at the burial of your ancestors, the former kings who preceded you. 
they will mourn for you, saying, Alas, Master, indeed, you have my word on this. I, the Lord, affirm it. The prophet Jeremiah told all these things to King Zedekiah of Judah in Jerusalem. He did this while the army of the king of Babylon was attacking Jerusalem and the cities of Lachish and Azekar. He was attacking these cities because they were the only fortified cities in Judah that were still holding out. The Lord threatens to destroy those who wronged their slaves. The Lord spoke to Jeremiah after King Zedekiah had made a covenant with all the people of Jerusalem to grant their slaves their freedom. Everyone was supposed to free their male and female Hebrew slaves. No one was supposed to keep a fellow Judean enslaved. All the people and their leaders had agreed this. They had agreed to free their male and female slaves and not keep them enslaved any longer. They originally complied with the covenant and freed them, but later they changed their minds. They took back their male and female servants as they had freed uh, and forced them to be slaves again. The Lord's message came to Jeremiah. The Lord God of Israel has a message for you. I made a covenant with your ancestors when I brought them out of Egypt, where they had been slaves. It stipulated, every seven years each of you must free any fellow Hebrews who have sold themselves to you. After they have served you for six years, you shall set them free. But your ancestors did not obey me or pay any attention to me. Recently, however, you yourselves showed a change of heart and did what was pleasing to me. You granted your fellow countrymen their freedom, and you made a covenant to that effect in my presence in the house that I claimed for my own. But then you turned right around and showed them that you did not honour me. Each of you took back your male and female slaves, whom you had freed as they desired, and you forced them to be your slaves again. So I, the Lord, say, you have not really obeyed me and granted freedom to your neighbour and fellow countrymen. Therefore, I will grant you freedom, the freedom to die in war or by starvation or disease. I, the Lord, affirm it. I will make all the kingdoms of the earth horrified at what happens to you. I will punish those people who have violated their covenant with me. I will make them like the calf they cut in two and pass between its pieces. I will do so because they did not keep the terms of the covenant they made in my presence. I will punish the leaders of Judah and Jerusalem, the court officials, the priests, and all the other people of the land who pass between the pieces of the calf. I will hand them over to their enemies who want to kill them. Their dead bodies will become food for the birds and the wild animals. I will also hand King Zedekiah of Judah and his officials over to their enemies who want to kill them. I will hand them over to the army of the king of Babylon, even though they have temporarily withdrawn from attacking you. For I, the Lord, affirm that I will soon give the order and bring them back to this city. They will fight against it and capture it and burn it down. I will also make the towns of Judah desolate, so that there will be no one living in them. Psalm 79, a psalm of Asaph. O God, the foreigners have invaded your chosen land, they have polluted your holy temple and turned Jerusalem into a heap of ruins. They have given the corpses of your servants to the birds of the sky, the flesh of your royal followers to the beasts of the earth. They have made their blood flow like water all around Jerusalem, and there is no one to bury them. I have become an object of disdain 
to our neighbours, those who live on the border taunt and insult us. How long will this go on, O Lord? Will you stay angry for ever? How long will your rage burn like fire? Pour out your anger on the nations that do not acknowledge you, on the kingdoms that do not pray for you. For they have devoured Jacob and destroyed his home. Do not hold us accountable for the sins of earlier generations. Quickly send your compassion our way, for we are in serious trouble. Help us, O God, our Deliverer. For the sake of your glorious reputation, rescue us. Forgive our sins for the sake of your reputation. Why should the nations say, Where is their God? Before our very eyes may the bloodshed of your servants be avenged among the nations. Listen to the painful cries of the prisoners. Use your great strength to set free those condemned to die. Pay back our neighbours in full. May they be insulted the same way they insulted you, O Lord. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will continually thank them. We will tell coming generations of your praiseworthy acts. James chapter 5, Warning to the Rich Come now, you rich, weep and cry aloud over the miseries that are coming on you. Your riches have rotted and your clothing has become moth-eaten. Your gold and silver have rusted and their rust will be a witness against you. It will consume your flesh like fire. It is in the last days that you have hoarded treasure. Look, the pay you have held back from the workers who mowed your fields cries out against you and the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of Heaven's armies. You have lived indulgently and luxuriously on the earth. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the righteous person, although he does not resist you. Patience in suffering. So be patient, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's return. Think of how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the ground and is patient for it until it receives the early and late rains. You also be patient and strengthen your hearts, for the Lord's return is near. Do not grumble against one another, brothers and sisters, so that you may not be judged. See, the judge stands before the gates. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers and sisters, take the prophets who spoke in the Lord's name. Think of how we regard as blessed those who have endured. You have heard of Job's endurance and you have seen the Lord's purpose, that the Lord is full of compassion and mercy. And above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you may not fall into judgment. Prayer for the sick. Is anyone among you suffering? He should pray. Is anyone in good spirits? He should sing praises. Is anyone among you ill? He should summon the elders of the church, and they should pray for him and anoint him with olive oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great effectiveness. Elijah was a human being like us and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and there was no rain on the land for three years and six months. Then he prayed again and the sky gave rain and the land sprouted with a harvest. My brothers and sisters, if anyone among you wonders from the truth 
and someone turns him back, he should know that the one who turns the sinner back from his wandering path will save that person's soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins.